Hey guys, and welcome back to Happy Thoughts, the podcast which aims to give you a deeper understanding of how the mind works and how our physical health can be affected by our mental state. Today, we're looking at post-traumatic stress disorder, or PTSD for short. But before we unpack exactly what it is, some of the symptoms, some of the treatments, let's first look at our question of the day. Today's question is, how do you guys deal with your traumatic events or negative experiences? I know that there are an infinite amount of coping mechanisms out there, so I want to know exactly what you guys turn to in times of distress and which coping mechanisms you find most effective. With that, let's get right into PTSD. So PTSD is when post-traumatic event causes recurrent physical or mental distress. The DSM-5 categorizes PTSD as a trauma or stress-related disorder that happens when symptoms of an acute stress response persist for over a month. The main symptoms are psychological, such as reliving uh, the event through nightmares or flashbacks, but this mental distress can manifest behavioral symptoms as well. For example, a person may begin to avoid people or places that remind them of this event, or a sense, develop a sense of hypervigilance and hyperarousal, where they are startled by the smallest trigger. This can lead to trouble sleeping, which in turn could lead to a variety of other symptoms, such as angry outbursts and restlessness. This is different for children, who are less likely to show distress, but rather express memories by enacting troubling events. PTSD is also often accompanied by other disorders, such as depression, insomnia, chronic pain, substance abuse, and traumatic brain injury. Whether or not people develop PTSD is affected by various factors. For example, interpersonal events such as abuse or violent muggings are much more likely to result in PTSD than environmental disasters or accidents. Facing extreme trauma as a child also makes you more sensitive to develop PTSD in response to trauma you may experience later on in your adult life. However, having healthy coping mechanisms such as healthy support networks can significantly reduce the risk of developing PTSD. Biologically speaking, there are three main things that make one more susceptible to this disorder. Dysfunctions in the hypothalamus-pituitary-adrenal axis, or HPA axis, deficits in arousal and sleep-regulating systems, and the endogenous opioid system, which helps with pain control, all show higher risk of developing PTSD. Having a family history of anxiety-related disorders or other mood disorders can also increase risk. Treatment is a little more complicated, however, as often PTSD patients do not want to relive any part of those memories, from emotions to thoughts, and as such, talking about these events can be very difficult. Research shows that exposure therapy, is, which is when the patient is slowly exposed to environments that cue recall of the trauma, can be very effective. Cognitive processing therapy can also be very effective. This is where you change negative thoughts about your trauma, which can have a big impact on how you feel. Both of these are cognitive behavioral therapies, or CBTs for short. As I said before, PTSD is accompanied by other disorders. However, many of these treatments for PTSD can be helpful with these other disorders as well. In certain cases, the doctor may even advise for specific treatments. For example, if a patient had PTSD and insomnia, then they may recommend CBTI, where the I stands for insomnia. CBT is more than just talking. In CBT, patients learn exactly how to effectively manage symptoms while dealing with different situations. EMDR is also effective, which is where a patient recalls images and feelings that are stressful while doing rapid eye movements, which can help change their reaction to trauma. Therapies like these often take three to four months of weekly visits, but are shown to be extremely effective. Along with this, group therapy can be extremely helpful, as this provides a safe place for people to talk about their experiences, 
It's also easy to talk about these experiences when you are in a group of people that have experienced similar things to you. And when you're looking at them, sharing uh, sharing their experiences and opening up, that may motivate you to experience open up about your own experiences. As for medications, antidepressants, especially SSRIs, are shown to be effective in reducing depressive symptoms and minimizing flashbacks and nightmares. Anti-anxiety medication was also said to be effective as it reduced the phys uh, physiological arousal often seen in people with PTSD. However, newer research shows that these medications such as benzodiazepine or benzos uh, that were prescribed for PTSD actually interfere with therapy and do not improve PTSD. These medications can also have a lot of negative side effects such as fogginess, confusion, or accidents like falling over and general clumsiness. And as such, it is extremely important to know exactly the, what the side effects of any medication you're taking, uh, taking are. And that's not just for PTSD, that goes for any mental disorder. Whenever you're taking chemical substances and specific medications, you need to know all of the different uh, side effects that it may have. Along with this, sleep aids can make it easier for, as we said before, um, before, uh, before loss of sleep is a major issue with PTSD. So sleep aids will just help the person get more sleep and this will help uh, minimize other um, symptoms such as restlessness and angry outbursts. The problem with PTSD is that a lot of people self-medicate with things like alcohol and other substances, which can greatly worsen the symptoms and overall health, both mental and physical. And so an important part of, uh, important part of effective therapy, whilst yes, focusing on alleviating symptoms, an uh, important part of this therapy is also focusing on managing substance abuse, as this can be extremely dangerous to the patient's mental health and physical health. With that, that will be all for PTSD. I hope you guys learned about some of the treatments, some of the different symptoms, and what it's like for a person with PTSD and the kind of struggles that they face. Join us later on this week where we talk about schizophrenia and do the exact same thing as we've been doing in the past where we break down some of the treatments, some of the symptoms, and exactly what it is whilst trying to debunk some of the misconceptions. I hope you guys have a wonderful day, and with that, that's all from me, and this is your host, Knav, signing off.